Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Firsthand, the Beltway sniper attacks. I'm Dick Iuliano. At 510, the New York Times joins us in analysis on the cost of canceling student debt, the topic. Days after Hurricane Ian, Florida facing serious damage and a rising death toll. I'm Melissa Howell. Good to have you with us this afternoon. WTOP News Time is 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. The long slog cleaning up after Hurricane Ian is now well underway. On CBS's Face the Nation, FEMA Administrator Deanna Criswell says the agency is in it for the long haul. We are going to provide assistance to all Floridians because we know that there are people that are just completely devastated from the storm. We are going to be there to support everybody that needs help. The death toll in Florida now 73. Four people died in North Carolina. President Biden and the First Lady will be in Puerto Rico tomorrow and Florida on Wednesday. Things are slowly improving in parts of Florida, but there's a long way to go, says WTOP News reporter Melissa Howell. Here in Orlando, roads have reopened and we're starting to see less debris littering yards and parking lots, but driving about an hour north of here toward Port Orange, not much has changed. Many roads are still closed. Over in some of the coastal towns like Naples and Fort Myers, those vacation areas are just unrecognizable. Some beaches out there are quite honestly just gone. Seven Americans who'd been imprisoned in Venezuela have been free in exchange for convicted drug smugglers who had been held in the U.S. Florida Senator Marco Rubio tells CNN the swap was a bad idea. Seven innocent American hostages in exchange for two convicted drug dealers who happen to be the nephews of Maduro is a huge win for Maduro and unfortunately puts Americans all over the world now in danger. Five of the Americans were oil executives in prison for almost five years. A horrific scene at a soccer game in Indonesia Saturday. The BBC's Eileen McHugh. Officials say 125 people died at the match at Malang in East Java. Thousands of fans panicked and rushed for an exit after police fired tear gas at them when they invaded the pitch. Many people were crushed in the ensuing stampede. How should the West respond to Russian President Vladimir Putin's threat to use nuclear force in Ukraine. On Face the Nation, former National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster. Well, I think the message to him is if you use a nuclear weapon, it's a suicide weapon. And, and the response from NATO and the United States doesn't have to be nuclear. The retired general says in the end he doesn't think Putin will use nuclear weapons. The former director of the U.S. Cybersecurity Agency, Chris Krebs, tells Face the Nation he thinks police should be prepared to protect election workers during the midterms. We do need local law enforcement, I think, to get more involved in investigating threats, protecting uh, election workers themselves. Krebs also says more attention needs to be paid to people with political agendas who are part of the elections process, so-called insiders. The polls have now closed in Brazil, the world's fourth largest democracy. Far-right incumbent President Jair Bolsonaro faces leftist former President Luis Inacio Lula da Silva, who polls show has a commanding lead. This is CBS News. If you need to hire, you need Indeed, because Indeed's all-in-one hiring solution helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 503, Sunday, October 2nd, 2022. Showers tonight, 58, headed down to 48.
Good afternoon. I'm Dick Iuliano. Top local stories we're following this hour. Police in Fairfax County are now searching for a suspect who shot and killed a man in an apartment complex parking lot. At around 7 a.m. here at the Oak Mill Gardens off Jeff Todd Way, the victim and friends were sitting in a car in the parking lot. When an individual walked up to the car, a confrontation occurred, and at some point, the individual outside of the car fired multiple rounds inside that vehicle. That was Fairfax County Police Lieutenant Dan Spital. The victim was taken to the hospital by friends where he died. No other injuries have been reported. Police believe the shooter fled in a silver Nissan Maxima with Maryland plates. So what we're asking is if anybody was in this area this morning, if you heard anything or saw anything, please let us know. In Fairfax County, Luke Luger, WTOP News. A toddler was found with a gunshot wound in southeast D.C., but police have determined the boy was shot in Prince George's County. D.C. police say they responded to a car crash around 1230 this morning at 25th and Q Streets Southeast where they found a two-year-old boy with graze wounds in one of the cars. Prince George's County Police say they're working with D.C. police to determine exactly where and when the shooting occurred. The boy's in the hospital and is expected to be okay. A gun went off in the food court at Arundel Mills Mall, sending shoppers running in panic Saturday afternoon. No one was hurt. And Anne Arundel County Police say a video shows the man who fired the gun may have done it by accident. Still, the incident has sparked a strong reaction from the county executive. The Anne Arundel County Executive called out the Supreme Court for making it easier for people to carry guns in public. And then Stuart Pittman criticized Maryland for following suit and removing the good and substantial reason to qualify for one of those permits. Since the decision, Maryland has seen applications soar. Pittman says he's angry and believes politicians glorify guns to get votes. The Democrat says he made it a priority the past four years to put common sense local policies in place to stop gun violence in Anne Arundel County. When he suspended the good and substantial reason standard last July, Governor Hogan said it would be unconstitutional to continue enforcing the provision in state law given the Supreme Court ruling. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. Today marks the 20th anniversary of the start of the Beltway sniper attacks. Three weeks that terrorized the region. Ten people were killed and three were wounded. Montgomery County State's Attorney John McCarthy, a deputy state's attorney at the time, came upon the first deadly shooting, that of 55-year-old James Martin, outside the Shoppers Food Warehouse in Wheaton. I was on my way to dinner, and I went in to find out what was going on, and was brief, uh, appeared to be a sniper shooting. No one saw anybody near Mr. Martin. McCarthy recalls a time when people's lives were turned upside down. It was as profoundly affecting an event as I have ever experienced in my 40 years here in the state's attorney's office. The attacks ended October 24th when police captured the Beltway snipers, John Allen Muhammad and Lee Boyd Malvo. Muhammad was executed in Virginia in 2009. Malvo is serving four life terms. A suspicious death earlier this week is now being investigated as a homicide. On Tuesday night, Anne Arundel County Police responded to a car fire off Brock Bridge Road, north of Route 198 near the Howard County line. They found a burned body in the back seat. Now an autopsy by the chief medical examiner's office in Baltimore says the victim died from a gunshot wound before being burned. Anne Arundel police say they still don't know the age, gender, or race of the victim. They're asking for the community's help to determine exactly what happened. Coming up after traffic and weather, the cost to taxpayers of President Biden's plan to cancel some student debt. It's 5.07.
Diamonds Direct's unbelievable zero-interest finance offer is coming to a close. But you have until this Sunday to take advantage of five years zero-interest financing on any purchase. Now more than ever, it's the smartest way to buy. You can get that engagement ring or fabulous piece of designer jewelry and spread your payments over five years without paying a dime in interest. This amazing offer is good through this weekend only. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Get all the details, including special Sunday hours, at DiamondsDirect.com on approved credit. When you're buying a new home, Cap Center has everything you need with a collaborative mortgage and realty team all under one roof. As an IT manager, communication is important to me. Cap Center was upfront and gave me the savings and responsive service I expect. I will certainly work with them again. Put Cap Center's team of local experts to work for you. Save time and money with zero closing costs. Cap Center. Believe it. Equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Visit capcenter.com for details. NMLS ID number 67717. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. It's 5.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th to the WTOP Traffic Center and Rick McClure. All right, thanks, Dick. Uh, let's take you around the Capitol Beltway where it's starting to get busy with mishaps as the rain continues to fall, although lightly it, uh, in certain stretches. Let's start in Maryland. The outer loop through Camp Springs, the crash near uh, Branch Avenue was along the left side at last check. The other issues are all along the uh, Virginia side. The interloop express lanes at I-66 with the left lane still affected and through Alexandria, the interloop after South Van Doren Street. We have one broken down in the, along the left side and we're checking on a crash on the outer loop ramp to I-395 north where you might have the left side of that ramp block so it's uh it's getting kind of iffy around the capitol beltway right now through maryland and virginia so take it slow if you can and be cautious i-270 north near old georgetown road watch for the crash last check was taken two left lanes bw parkway no problems there we had did have a report of a crash northbound through riverdale near 450 uh we don't we don't believe it's still there. It may have been moved over to the shoulder, so the delays are starting to ease through that stretch. I-95, Maryland side, you're good. Route 50 had um, uh, mostly traveling well on both sides. The only mishap was a crash affecting the on-ramp from Cape St. Clair to eastbound 50. That on-ramp, probably the left side, was affected, to say the least. Across the Bay Bridge, no problems there. It had some wind warnings in effect for high-level vehicles. Everyone else is moving nicely still. Both directions, three lanes west and two lanes east across the Bay for now. Now, let's head over to Virginia. Check on the volume and the two issues on I-95. Volume heaviest still along the southbound side through Newington, Lorton, and parts of Dale City, and even a stretch of Stafford is affected. Do have a few uh, issues along both sides. The crash southbound near the ramp uh, to uh, 123. That uh, cleanup was uh, along the left side, on the right side at one point. The left side, single left lane was getting you by at one point. And the crash cleanup on the northbound side after Lorton uh, had the right lane getting by. And, uh, of course, northbound delays are brief, uh, slow through Falmouth. And uh, traveling southbound on the GW Parkway through Roslyn, police have just about cleared the crash after the key, at the key bridge. At last check, was on the right side. Uh, it could be on the shoulder by now. Don't miss the United States Power Boat Show in downtown Annapolis, October 6th through the 9th. And soak in the boating lifestyle, although it's almost fall. Tickets at AnnapolisBoatShows.com. Rick McClure, WTOP Traffic. Okay, Rick, and now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Stinnefer. The remnants of once Hurricane Ian will move offshore and become a rather powerful coastal storm. 
And that's going to bring some wind into the region. There's a wind advisory until 2 o'clock Monday afternoon for Anne Arundel, Calvert, and St. Mary's counties for the possibility of wind gusts up to 50 miles an hour. Into the evening hours, passing showers becoming rather windy. Later tonight, rain likely during the evening hours. It'll taper off overnight. It'll stay windy. Our lows will be in the low to mid-50s. Windy with showers Monday and Tuesday, highs in the 50s. I'm Storm Team 4's Mike Stineford. 57 now outside the WTOP studios. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 511. We're getting an idea of just how much President Biden's plan to cancel significant amounts of student loan debt will cost the government. The nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office estimates that number is close to $400 billion over 30 years. New York Times White House correspondent Katie Rogers joined WTOP's Michelle and Ralph to break down the figures. I think the fact that the Congressional Budget Office is a nonpartisan scorekeeper releasing, you know, figures that that are, you know, span over the, it's over the course of 30 years to be clear, they estimate that this this initiative could cost 400 billion, although the bulk of the effects of this would take place over the next 10 years. So the the impact on the economy would be much quicker than 30 years, um, the CBO estimates. Uh, with the caveat that these figures are uncertain, it depends on who applies for forgiveness and who gets forgiveness. But it certainly has already opened up the White House to a new line of attacks from Republicans who say that taxpayers who never took out student loans will be on the hook to sort of help repay this. Now, has the White House reacted to this new estimated price tag? Oh, sure. I mean, within an hour or two, I want to say, the White House had a call with reporters to sort of explain, you know, their take on this, which is that, you know, in the immediate term, the effects would be somewhere in the range of 20 billion, which the CBO says, you know, in, in the next year, that's that's equal to about 0.08 of the, the GDP, although... If that happens every year over the next several years, it adds up pretty quick. Do we have an official timeline at this point for when the borrowers will see some of that debt disappear? So I actually asked this at the press briefing because the president announced this about a month ago, and there's still no application process that's been unveiled for these people, these borrowers. The press secretary told us that they would have something to share very soon, but they have not given a time frame. New York Times White House correspondent Katie Rogers Coming next, NFL Week 4. The Commanders come up with a bushel of penalties in Dallas. 514. Are you tired of paying more and getting less? Well, if you're looking to lose weight and get healthy, my friends at Copair want to help you reach those goals and are willing to do it for less. Hi, it's Rita Kessler. For a limited time, you can jumpstart your weight loss at Copair with 30% off the regular investment. That's because they're so confident they can help you. I mean, who doesn't want to lose up to 15 pounds in four weeks? Plus, not only will you lose, you'll learn. Copair taught me how to not only lose the weight, but keep it off, all thanks to my personal health coach. The support she offers keeps me on the right track, and even better, once you reach your goal, you'll have free support from your coach forever. There's no better place to invest your money than in your health. Start now with this outstanding offer, their fall-off offer. It's a limited-time four-week introductory offer to jumpstart your weight loss for just $7.99. That's 30% off. Call 855-888-0180 to get started or go to COPA. 
arehealth.com. Success is picking up extra shifts, but now you want to be the boss. Success is getting your foot in the door, but now you want to take the next step. Success looks different to everyone. And for more than 75 years, University of Maryland Global Campus has been helping working adults like you succeed again. Choose from more than 125 degree and certificate programs with online and hybrid courses. Our MBA and most graduate cyber courses start October 5th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now to Rob Wood Fork. All right, Dick. If you told me before this game the Washington Commanders would outrush Dallas 142-62 to and keep Carson Wentz upright, I'd say it's a burgundy and gold victory. But they didn't wear burgundy and gold today. They wore black. So it was a 25-10 to loss to their hated rival. And Carson Wentz, I would love to get your input on what in the world happened out there. Hard to say this quickly after the game, but we had a plan coming into this game, and I, th I thought it was a good plan, and I thought we executed some decent things early, uh, running the ball, and I thought we kind of made a commitment to that. But we kind of shot ourselves in the foot. A couple penalties, the dumb intentional grounding that I had, just a couple things that kept shooting us in the foot. And if you're going to play and, and run the ball and try to be effective against a really good defense, you can't do that. You can't get away with shooting yourselves in the foot like that. That definitely cost us today. Well, if it was a couple of penalties they might have been okay they committed to be exact 13 penalties uh to, or actually 11 penalties it felt like 13 <laughs> 11 for 136 uh yards uh they turned the ball over twice both of them Carson Wentz interceptions he only had uh, four yards per pass attempt so that's not going to win you very many games uh at the NFL level so one and three is Washington Dallas three and one tied for second place behind four and oh Philadelphia up in Baltimore the Ravens blew a 17 point first half lead against the uh Buffalo Bills they fall 23 20 on a chip shot Tyler Bass field goal as time expired so the Ravens now two and two both losses oddly enough at home they've been almost unbeatable under uh, John Harbaugh at home in the month of September. Of course, it's now October. Uh, down a level, Alabama leapfrogs Georgia number one for, uh, for number one in the uh, uh, AP Top 25 poll. It's one of the closest polls in years. The Bulldogs slide down to two with Ohio State, Michigan, and Clemson rounding out the top five. The Nationals and Phillies still in a rain delay of well over an hour now. The Nats down 8-1 in the seventh inning whenever they get going. And the Orioles uh, in New York uh, playing the Yankees. They beat them 3-1. to one to uh, close out that series. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Okay, Rob, we're at 517. And these are the top stories we're following for you on WTOP. Lingering showers, the remnants of what was Hurricane Ian, are still in our area. In Florida, residents hit by Ian are struggling to recover. The death toll is up to 47. Hundreds of thousands of people are without power. Russia attacked the Ukrainian president's hometown today with suicide drones, and Ukraine took back full control of a strategic eastern city. 125 people have been killed in a stampede at a soccer match in Indonesia. It was triggered by police firing tear gas in an attempt to stop violence following the match. Stay with us here at WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 518. Traffic and weather on the 8s to the traffic center and Rick McClure. All right, Dick, the phones keep ringing and the scanners keep blazing here in the cap uh, the traffic center through the district with volume on the westbound side of the freeway from uh, after Main Avenue toward the outbound Case Bridge at Last Check and West Potomac Park. And we also have volume from the inbound 14th Street Bridge uh, onto the eastbound freeway. And that's just volume on both sides from what we know. 
And uh, we also have a crash along the southbound side of DC 295 after Kenilworth Avenue. We believe mostly that's been shouldered. Uh, at one point, we had the left lane getting by, but uh, mostly it's been shouldered, so you might get a little better movement at this point southbound along DC 295 coming through northeast. Had some police activity in northwest along the northbound side of Rock Creek Park before Massachusetts Avenue. We believe the right lane has been restored. We're still double-checking that. The delays are starting to ease up just a bit, and that's a good sign. And in northwest, uh, we had a crash on the Key Bridge headed inbound near M Street. That's long gone. So let's head over to uh, Virginia. Be alert traveling on the GW Parkway. We believe the crash traveling southbound after the Key Bridge. That was clear from the right lane. Now Josh warns us of a new crash northbound near Spartan Run. In fact, that, that's not really a crash. I believe that's um, uh, one broken down. Oh, wait a minute. Nope, that's a crash. Northbound near Spout Run. That crash takes the uh, right lane at last check. Police were on the way. Let's head over to I-95 with volume. Have you still along the southbound side through Newington, Lorton, and parts of Dale City and Woodbridge and Stafford? Had a few issues along the way. Southbound side, the ramp to Route 123. The crash cleanup is still along the uh, uh, right side after Lorton. The right lane getting by that crash. Smith, also Washington's southbound. defense with another tough... Don't miss the United States Boat Show in downtown Annapolis, October 6th through the 9th, and soak in the boating lifestyle. Tickets at AnnapolisBoatShows.com. Looks like Dick got an early start to that event. Yeah, sorry about that little bleed through there, Rick, but thank you so much. You bet. And right now we're over to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Stinnefer. And good afternoon, Dick. We're watching a band of uh, showers that move through the district now going down the I-66 corridor and also moving into much of Loudoun County. And it's all of us in this area are going to see some moderate rain over the next hour. So uh, also there's a large area of moderate rain that's coming across the bay, and that'll affect much of the region as we go through the evening hours. So we'll see a risk of rain tonight, especially before midnight. After midnight, the rain will take off some drizzle. It's going to be quite windy tonight. We can see a wind gust of 30 to 50 miles an hour. And keep in mind there's a wind advisory until 2 tomorrow afternoon for Anne Arundel, Calvert, and St. Mary's County. We can see winds gusts up to 50 miles an hour near the bay. Could be a windy day on Monday, some off and on showers, chilly, mid to upper 50s. Still breezy, still some leftover showers on Tuesday, highs mid to upper 50s. Finally, by Wednesday, it gets better. A morning shower, then turning partly sunny and warmer. Highs in the low to mid-70s. Right now, Rockville 54, Leesburg 55, and Dickens 57 at Reagan National. Great, Mike. We have 57 outside our WTOP studios. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted, same-day service, seven days a week. And coming up here on WTOP. New details about a 24-7 mental health facility coming to Montgomery County. I'm Alicia Abelson. It's 521. Here's Ross Fard, an ICAM subject matter expert at CISA on the CISO Handbook Discussion. Sponsored by CyberArk. That is one of the real important aspects of implementing a zero-trust architecture is it's information-informed decisions you make continuously about your environment, who's accessing your environment, what they're getting access to. And that changes all the time. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Cloud Exchange. As the global leader in privileged access management, a critical layer of IT security, CyberArk protects data, infrastructure, and assets across the enterprise, in the cloud, and throughout the DevOps pipeline. CyberArk delivers the industry's most complete solution, helping federal agencies meet today's challenging security and compliance requirements. And CyberArk is trusted by the world's leading organizations, including more than 50% of the Fortune 500, to protect against external attackers and malicious insiders. Visit CyberArk.com to learn more. That's C-Y-B-E-R-A-R-K.com. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. 
It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. Dad education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Maryland Army National Guard. Aired by the Maryland, D.C., Delaware Broadcasters Association at this station. With almost everything in life, you have choices. You can pick a lot, a little, or somewhere in the middle. So shouldn't there be an internet plan that's just as clever? One that allows you to add TV or home automation? Whenever. That's why Cox now offers flexible internet plans, giving you all the services you desire and nothing you don't require. Additional services can be added at then current regular rates. All services subject to residential customer service agreement and acceptable use policy found at cox.com slash policies. Restrictions apply. This is WTOP News. It's 523. Florida is struggling to deal with the devastating impact of Hurricane Ian. WTOP's Melissa Howell is in Orlando. Hurricane Ian is long gone, but the effects are still being felt. Hurricane shutters are still up, and some intersections I've driven through still don't have power. Now, some areas, like Port Orange out by Daytona Beach, still have serious flooding. I've spoken to folks out there who are trying to remove water from inside their homes, along with damaged items. What we're seeing now is a major focus on search and rescue, especially in Lee County. Coastal towns are underwater, and the rising death toll is a serious concern. At least 47 people have died. Now, now, the Division of Emergency Management has set up a website for folks to report a missing loved one. That's floridadisaster.org. So it's still a very serious situation, and it will be for some time as the state continues to try to take on the catastrophic damage. In Orlando, Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Montgomery County is hoping to change the way it responds to mental and behavioral health issues by opening a center in Rockville. The Restoration Center will be a place for people to go to when they're experiencing a behavioral or mental health crisis. It will be open 24-7, 365, and be fully staffed with nurses, licensed mental health, and addiction specialists. Its services include a triage center, crisis stabilization, and resource referrals. The center is a product of Montgomery County's Crisis Now model. The hope is that people struggling with substance abuse and mental and behavioral health issues will get the help they need without having to visit the emergency room or end up in jail. The county will host an informational meeting Thursday to provide updates on the center at 7 p.m. in the county council office building. Anyone hoping to attend virtually can do so on Zoom. Alicia Abelson, WTOP News. 525. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Lisa Mateo. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The total economic output of U.S. Latinos was $2.8 trillion in 2020. That's according to a 2022 report from the Latino Donor Collaborative. Yet despite being a key driving force of the U.S. economy, experts say that capital isn't flowing toward the growth. Bain Consulting did a study a year ago that showed that less than 1% of all invested capital by the top 25 VCs and PE firms went into this cohort. Sol Trujillo is CEO at Latitude Ventures, which recently launched a $100 million fund focused on Latino-founded early-stage companies. We're looking hard. We're creating the pipeline. We're creating the visibility so that any Latino and Latina that has been shut out of capital sources, that they can come here and they're going to get a fair look. Trujillo said it's just the beginning. My bet is between now and the end of the decade, a trillion dollars of capital should be flowing here. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Lisa Mateo on WTOP. Stay with us, won't you? Coming up after traffic and weather, lingering misery following the hurricane, the death toll rising in Florida, and hundreds of thousands of people without power. It's 526. 
When your celebration of life is prepaid in advance, it becomes a gift from you to your family later because no one should have to plan for a loss while they're experiencing one. Paying in advance protects